2: Came
0: before. Yeah. No, you're supposed to take my word. You're supposed to wait till what I call you.
2: Oh, yeah, I
0: was. Well, I to no, call no, you. that's unhealthy for you as for well, me. Okay. For the family. Okay, it yeah, it doesn't matter. One dream for me, just like a blue sky. You know what I mean. One dream. I'm that's one dream. You one dream. I'm
3: one dream. Yeah. Everybody okay. wants you okay. to Take my word. When I say to you, wait till I call you. You're supposed okay. to wait.
0: You
2: can't just come every now and then, knocking. you know, like, what's going on here? What's happening? You know what I mean? I have not a need to solve certain things. I've been in a panic, dog, but I got man Catalog anguish, what the hell happened? Fuck the for panic, so brain for the planet, Those sad a lot at it. man down the rabbit hole. Never like starting, Never mind the digital presence. present If we could kill reverence 30 mil cylindrical you thought that I kept my cool Don't fuck all my world With yeah. yeah.
1: So on for the record today, my name is Maya Villek, I'm joined by Dan Gordon, and we have in the house two birds, Nam, a Melbourne-based trio made up of vocalists Teether and Real Name and their incomparable producer, Mr. Society. They first debuted back in 2016 with a mixtape by the name of Wear My Jacket, following it up a year later with their official debut album, I'm Gonna Die. But their sophomore release, Melbourne 2, we crowned album of the week here at FBI a couple months ago. And on that record, they delivered their own brand of chaos and launched us straight into their world. So it's really exciting for us here on For the Record to be able to speak to the band behind the action, Two Birds themselves. So welcome.
3: Self proclaimed um, Melbourne's biggest indie, indie band. band. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Hello. We're huge. We're huge in Melbourne. Yeah. Thank you right. for admitting that.
3: <laughs> I guess um, we can kind of start, start off by taking a few steps back and just really get to know how the three of you guys met and how you came to want to make music together.
1: Yeah, take us all the way back.
5: Um, you go, Mr Society. Um, so real name and I actually went to high school together. Um, we've probably known each other since we were like 14, 15. Um, and, um, I started producing like EDM when I was like, I don't know, you know, when I was around that age. Um, and I just, I was never really into like anything other than that, but, um, real name was in a group in year 11 or 12. Um, with this other dubu high school with um, and they both rapped and they asked me if, if I had like a microphone that they could record on Um <laughs> we, we were I, making... say, I said yes, sorry, did you Oh, I
0: was just, we were making like a high school tier um, Hilltop Hoods-esque uh, just really really um, derivative terrible music um,
3: I'm sure it wasn't that bad
1: I'm sure it was his backup. I mean it
0: was it was still better than every other you know rapper who exists, but um Mr. Society came along and said, uh, you're not allowed to rap like that anymore here's some here's some beats that um, are gonna make you uncomfortable for five years.
5: yeah, I started pretty much from that from from the recording recording real name and his friend in this other group. um I started listening to like lots of other Kinds of music and um, yeah, from there I started my production. Kind of like varied a bit, and then I started working with 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 real name a lot more um, back then. And uh, like him and I had like a we had like a group um, that we performed under, and we put out a couple releases uh, under that are still out there. If you if you want to do some deep diving, Um, (laughs) and um, then I actually I met I met at uni. I was doing like an audio engineering diploma and we met there. We're in the same year. Um, And then I just kind of introduced and Titi, and um, we all just kind of started making music from there.
1: Sick. Cool. Was there like a um, mutual uh what's what's the best way of putting it for some reason I'm thinking about that scene in 100 Mon Dalmatians when the two dogs intertwine their leashes together. was there like a serendipitous moment where you all realized you were in <laughs> the same place or really like the same artist or band what was that we were
4: moment? in um yeah we were in the club I remember it was like a drum and bass night and we were in the middle of it and we were like hey we should we should meet up next week and make some stuff
0: yeah and like we kind of bonded over just complaining about everybody else's music um, definitely definitely some 100 dalmatians vibes um, <laughs> <laughs> i feel like mr um, society sometimes regrets introducing me either because we can't come to like during during practice <laughs>
3: <laughs> i can imagine there would be very very high energy yeah. practices yeah
1: but springing forward now 2021 it's been, what, shy of some four years between Melbourne 2 and your last album, um, I'm Gonna Die. Earlier this year, Taylor, you did an um, interview with Darren Lasagas on Arvo, explaining that the last 12 months have been, in particular, a pretty finicky process. We were whittling away at the mixes and honing everything together. Prior to that, what was going on in those that two to three year break?
4: yeah i feel like we just um i don't know it really took our time we made a lot of stuff but i don't know i feel like we just waited for the album to kind of come together out of this like bullet stuff we made until you know it just felt right
5: yeah absolutely i think our um i think our workflow changed a lot um we had a lot more regular of a um of a kind of collaborative process. And by regular, I mean like chronologically, like we would meet up every week pretty much to make music when we were making the first two, our first two releases. Um, but after those, we we all kind of like grew up and like, you know, I started working like adult jobs and like, you know, living in share houses where you have to pay rent. Um, and it was a lot harder to, I think, actually get together. So as Titi was saying, like our um, our workflow became a lot more sporadic and just kind of like whenever we had time. Uh, rather than like this kind of constructed weekly like ritual or activity.
0: Yeah, we all got jobs that work different hours and all of our various mental illnesses kind of developed and uh, it just made making music a bit more um, hilarious. We're
4: like Spider-Man 3 now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Are you glad that you took all that time to really
0: do like
4: you said let the album take shape itself oh yeah yeah i think it's a lot more um i don't regret anything on it which i always regret certain verses and stuff so it's nice because we kind of got to and detach from it a little bit before you released it so it felt more of like a objective album we're dropping other than this like you know thing that we're super attached to Mm
3: -hmm. it feels like a, a fairly lean album not necessarily just like track size but everything seems to have a point and have a purpose there's nothing that like lingers on for too long was how was that culling down process you mentioned that you were writing a lot of songs was there heaps that you had to cut how was the like deliberation process on that I
5: don't I don't know if it was like, I think it was more from the approach of, we don't make that many songs, but when we do, we put like a lot of effort into each one. Um, that's kind of more of our process, I think. Um, like if you hear, if you heard like a demo of any of the songs off Melbourne 2 you'd hear like a completely different track. Like they're almost, by the time we kind of really work through something, it almost becomes like, it's a different thing um so we yeah we we more just kind of just really like really perfect i guess like the small amount of songs that we do make um yeah rather than just like making a bunch of material and then kind of weeding through that i think that's more of our progress uh within two birds and that's i think just how the three of us work best together
4: everything everything we do comes from the heart
5: (laughs) That's so sweet. Yeah. The way there's so
0: few <laughs> songs.
3: That might that might be the single-handedly <laughs> single handedly most sweet thing anyone's ever said on our show. And consults yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the title. Uh, everything. It was a
4: lie, so,
5: you
2: know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Blow dust off my drum and blow up lox Boots get pumped off my box shot yeah. Cut When I leave, I'm gonna leave the loudest When I sleep, I'm gonna dream about it Won't keep it down, it won't beat around it
2: Pushed up, I'll finish the tent To push me to match it up Fuck
3: the time, the beats are dying I'm dying out, when I'm up My feet are at a level, I'm drying up I heard it's gonna be a fire truck Burn bridges on my arm
2: Slow down, put my phone down And separate the bond Critique the until till the dawn It's all so wrong Dreams so cool overhead, I watch them leave me Spun it really, fleeing tragedies I see Could easily be them or me Count my lucky stars from thumb to ring Suspended with brief it must be destiny My skills will reach the head Every shower here with us, I truly doubt it till till the outro credits come untimely Entire life pathetic Every time I've said it's cold out there, I meant it
3: Um, Now, you guys obviously blend, and this is just to name a couple, noise, hip-hop, and industrial together. We want you to kind of walk us through um, a bunch of your influences, artists, or anything kind of in between when it comes to the 2 Birds sonic makeup. We can only imagine, you know, the time it took for the three of you to hone on this sound. What was was that like, kind of choosing the avenue you wanted to take with Melbourne 2?
4: It took years.
0: It took years.
5: It, I, yeah, I
0: still have no clue. I feel like every verse personally is me just like rapping at a Ben Shapiro pace, um, complaining about whatever um, song I'm on. Um, but in terms of influences, we got Ben Shapiro, Steven Crowder, fucking Martin Shkreli. Oh <laughs> we got.
1: I guess the the reason we ask is because we can, again, only imagine how tired you would be of the death groups. We've
5: um, <laughs> never we've never heard of that band. Huh? <laughs> but more, mm-hmm. so, I, think, who, who, I, I just up think and who just up actually coming American indie band. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, cool.
1: Um, but more so, I mean, I guess like for me, right. When I listen to Two Birds, I hear much more of a like industrial metal influence and an electronic one versus a hip hop um, space. That's sick! Thank you. That's yeah, thanks. Day. Is that sort of the music or the genres you grew up on? Or?
4: Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> like, pretty much. I just um, like personally, I was like a metal nerd growing up, um, and the others. Dot dot dot.
1: Was so it your idea for the um, deployed collab, data.
4: That just like happened organically. How did that happen? I think we're just we're just good friends with them.
5: we're just good friends with Maz and Grace, and um, I think I think I just asked them one day, like uh, when I was like feeling a bit manic. I think I just like messaged one of them, and I was like, "Yeah, hey, we, we some just, shit."
4: We just like popped around, and they just like. That shit.
1: If you um, had to list, like, maybe a song or an artist or two that you, the three of you feel, like, really somehow, maybe subconsciously or consciously Im- imprinted itself on Melbourne 2, is there one?
5: Um, I think sonically I was, like, I was just generally, I, I don't know if I could whittle it down, like, one song or one release, but, like, I was really influenced by Grindcore. And just like the, um, I guess, mentality of it, you know, like 30 second long song, 30 second long section, like segment, you know, one minute, just like get in there, scream, and then just like get out. That was kind of like the, I guess, that's what I wanted to achieve. And like, that's probably what I was like most inspired by um, in terms of the production. Um, In terms of like specific artists, like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know or like specific songs or from like for like me personally i i just kind of um i produce more just i just like breaking sounds so yeah like that that's just i, I don't know it, it like and and i like th- that i guess like hip hop sound or whatever so like what i make just kind of complements those two things i guess
0: i find it like my inspiration kind of comes off the back of whatever the production is. I find it really hard to um, like actually generally write to a lot of the beats that we have. Um, so half of the inspiration just seems to be this like, um, like dragon that you have to fight to figure out what to say that just doesn't sound terrible. Thank God Mr. Society just puts reverb on everything. It sounds good anyway,
3: but yeah, it's hard to do that song. I feel like you're, you're very, very far too hard on yeah, yourself. Yeah, very
1: now. democratic. <laughs>
3: ah,
0: now I'm the best.
1: Um, <laughs> name, no, uh, as the two vocalists, would you say your approach to, like, your um, style in terms of flow and how you would approach writing and coming together, do you feel as though the two of you have a very similar... Um, approach in that way or do you sort of slide in where the other one what's the word um pick up where the other one leaves off
4: um yeah i don't know i feel like i feel like we just kind of do what seems i mean personally i just kind of do what seems normal on the beat like what just i don't know what just sounds right because the beats are really challenging to write on and i've kind of Find it difficult to, you know, channel outside influences or try and do a certain thing. So it's kind of just like, you know, if your name does something first, might just follow that energy. Might just tap into something else that complements that. And That's what I was gonna just,
5: say.
4: Yeah.
1: Real collaborative effort.
5: I think in from, from a competitive sense, like we see two birds as like us, not us against everybody else, but like, I, I don't know. I mean we don't really like a lot of local music and like a lot of local stuff we love a lot of local stuff and we love a lot of local music but we also really don't like a lot of local music and a lot of local stuff so i think for two birds it's kind of an opportunity for us to kind of just say like like we don't care what is like this sounds so cringe like this sounds so like like oh we're, we're we're sick, but like, I think we just kind of say, like, fuck you to like whatever I guess is like popular or like whatever is like appealing. Like, we just don't care. We're just like, yeah, cool, we'll do this. Like, yeah.
3: Well, and I guess that makes a lot of sense given, especially when you've said that there's nothing specific that really necessarily influenced the sound of the record. And, and, and that kind of rings true on that, really, where you, you guys are only thinking about what you want to do as a group, not necessarily what everybody else is doing,
4: I think that's probably the right way to do it. Yeah, I'd say that it's like, if it's competitive in one sense, it's more so with like, our last thing that we made. Like, just trying to make a cooler album than last time. You know, if people fuck with it, That's cool. If not, like, it exists anyway. Ego, the
3: subject is becoming kinda of repetitive. We so restless, like acceptance. My only sedatives is forced to met So much fucking shame. My worst enemies, my memories, and better no cringing. Talk a big game about a better me. But if the pigs came, no doubt, I better plea. Open up and get it. I don't deserve the serotonin from the ceremony Jealous people tell me I haven't got melody Please, you wanna rub prizes? You only won with disguises
0: You
2: fantasies, fantasies
1: there was anything that sets melbourne 2 apart from i'm gonna die did you feel like you were more experimental compared to melbourne 2 and what happened to melbourne 1 i guess like specifically tracks on i'm gonna die gambit and loudest compared to monster heaven for example are almost entirely different you can see there's like a light and day effect to the two records yeah how would you say they differ
0: beyond that my personal answer would be that i think we just got more silly over time i think we got more jaded and it's a lot easier to just kind of you know instead of like oh should we cut the red wire should we cut the green wire it's just like just fucking cut all the wires and let's try and explode the building kind of thing um but yeah we got we get
5: very silly in the in the stew I pretty much totally agree with real name. I think um I I yeah, I think I think we just kind of grew up and we got like a bit sillier. I think that yeah, those are like probably the main differences between our last record in Melbourne too. Um uh, like I think I'm going to die. Like we were all like, I think we were all going through like kind of just depressing, like sad, like end of like teenage years, like angst. Um, and I think we were like trying to be really, really, really edgy and like really, 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 um, well, we weren't trying to be it, it, like, I guess that album was like kind of an authentic expression of that. Like we were, we were kind of like, um, we were angry. We were like kind of sad. There was like stuff going on with all of us. And what we made is like a reflection of that. Um, whereas, yeah, as real name said, like Melbourne Two is just us being like, well, like <laughs> cool. Like we don't care anymore. We're, we're just going to like. We're just going to be silly. We're just going to like wrap over whatever. Like we're just going
0: to. Yeah. T.D. actually once said um, something that rings in my ear every day where it's like, uh, the most absurd art is the most accurately reflective of the world we live in. Um, so I really love that. I love when you make music that um, you shouldn't listen to and that you don't want to listen to and that you don't listen to. I love that shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it's
3: stupid. stupid
4: oh sorry 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 you guys <laughs> oh no that's all good i was just gonna say like it's stupid that you can just make stuff that no one's heard before like there's so many things that have been done but you can just literally do whatever you want and there's kind of too much power too much agency so you might as well do something silly
1: yeah, it kind of makes me think of um, Danielle Harl in particular with his last record, Harlecore. like the concept of the four DJs that he brought on and one of them being a spin-off on Crazy Frog and making that be like a, a whole character in his record in the world that he built with it. But just the fact that some of the songs were literally like, we're driving in a car, 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 going really far, far, far.
4: <laughs> yeah, like that's like, a lot of people feel that way, you know. <laughs> like, so you need to make music for that feeling.
3: I was also going to say that I was when when I was listening to the record again this afternoon, I I was thinking to myself, oh, if my granddad knew music like this existed, he would absolutely lose his mind. But I but I I love that, and I feel like that's music needs you know that needs music that people would absolutely, if they listen to it, just be like, what, how does, how does this exist? Why does this exist? But I, but I, and I think it's great. Do you, do you feel like you guys would, for like future releases, kind of go and jump further down that rabbit hole?
4: Yeah, I want to make everything, like, every sound that sounds somewhat pleasing to us, we might as well explore it.
0: I, I think the final, like, evolution for us, because we started off on such like a a broken foot already. I think like the weirdest thing we could do is just make a normal album. So I think one day we're just gonna make a, a classic album and it's gonna be the least comfortable sound.
5: And it's gonna, be, rock, it's right gonna be classic rock. <laughs> we're gonna do Greta, it's gonna be Greta Van Fleet. <laughs>
3: I love it. Oh man. I I, I, I feel like that that almost, that fits the narrative perfectly. Enough. I feel like you guys have pull it off. So that's great.
5: Thank you. Thank you. I'm
2: can't on the pawn, curse the back, being a sinful, cut down the sides, odor like skunks in perilous times, ripple on lake, with the sky. sing when I sun, think for I lunge, bubbles projecting I'm sinking, Gross to resent, I don't wish I depend, After struggles in my hands, the bands, woke on the damage, pissed to my lap, smoking my death, I heard the patter of heavy rain, moving in patterns, it comes in wind, phantom limit throws a growing pain. Everything subject to sudden change. How can I mask and unsettled state? When my funeral war takes, treat my building no place like you're doing okay. When my funeral war takes, treat my bill in your place like a are okay. When my funeral war treat my bill no place like you're 94.5. I couldn't help but notice your pain. My pain? It runs deep. Share it with me. Check my ID. So define me, The world walks slow when you look like me, boy. I've been on with post gaslight. Destroy that's life. When you're this kind, don't live. see so deep, floor beside teeth. Most absorb heights vicariously see C oh swipe All my drugs weak in a new bit weekly I don't think the world even needs me. Ho home, car run, both of my knees No guns, any PCB, no
1: Um, it goes right. without saying that there are some pretty distinct like Differences between us being here in Eora, Sydney, and you three being from NAR, Melbourne, um, those cultural differences and those geographic, economic, and lifestyle differences as well. That I guess maybe we can say this being people looking into your scene, it looks to be the most apparent in the music scene, especially and in music culture, um, especially when you compare it to our one here in Sydney. The way people party, the way people consume music, the openness of the scene as well, I would say, is quite different. Would you say in your opinion or in your experience that you find there are some aspects of this like writing, recording or uh, performing process that are quite unique or specific to the three of you being from Melbourne as opposed to anywhere else?
2: Yeah,
4: I feel like it was super important. The fact that we were all living like in an area that was like super accessible to each other's houses, like there was just everything going on in our lives at the time were based around that. Like we were kind of able to channel that energy. And I don't know, I think that silliness that was in the album is also a big aspect of the separates Melbourne from Sydney. Like it's a lot sillier down here. I think people are not as invested in making good long-term decisions which is you know chaotic but like there's kind of something funny about that and being a part of that
5: Yeah, yeah i agree i think um i think in melbourne as well like it's been really like nice to see how many people from sydney have been like super receptive of the record um like we it's it's been unreal. Like I, I didn't really expect that at all. Like I thought like more people in like, you know, Narm Melbourne would be like kind of more interested because it's more of like an alternative sound, I guess. But I, I feel like Sydney's been like super, super like nice and and um we've we've had we, you know, we've had some great conversations with our friends and connections up there and FBI and everybody. Um so that's been really awesome. But um yeah, I think I think with Melbourne, I think um you kind of hit the nail on the head with, with Melbourne. Melbourne's like quite, it's quite cool. It's a very cool <laughs> city. There's okay. lots of like really cool people here, you know, who are like super cool. Um, and I think sometimes like, um, it's, you know, it's tricky, it's tricky to be cool to like live up to to how cool everyone is here. So I think what we do is kind of like a, maybe not like a counter culture to that that sounds a bit too like-
4: It's just know. like, fuck it. like Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's I, I think all just it's all just some art anyway, and people are going to forget about it in you know six months. So, I um,
0: I, I think that the 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 safety of Melbourne and you know uh, quote unquote most livable city in the world drove us a little crazy in a lot of ways. I think I think how safe Melbourne kind of was really upset us um I think a lot of our music comes from being frustrated in very still water um or or at least a lot of our drive like we hung out and we didn't really know anybody else other than us who was like us and that made us mad and and then that made music
1: it's so interesting to hear because I guess like it's almost the opposite over here. If you really want to maybe try and make things work, the cultural or scene or nightlife in Sydney is quote unquote dead. So, so many people find themselves moving to Melbourne, and the perception is definitely this much more, I guess, like place where you're freer to experiment. I think if a band like Two Birds was to exist in Sydney, it would be much harder for them to not necessarily get off the ground, but there'd be so many more naysayers being like, this is trash. (laughs) because That's what we need. But it's such a, like, fast-paced, rat race, tall poppy sort of city almost that as soon as you start to show, I guess, like, your talent or your grit or your determination, people are really quick to shut you down for it.
4: Yeah, it seems more competitive up there. Well, like, there's definitely an aspect to that scene here, but I think you can exist independently of that and just kind of do your own thing with your friends and that can just become its own little world, like, you're able to do that here.
5: Mm. That's, it's uh, interesting you say that as well, because, like, I kind of had, not, like, the opposite idea, but, I mean, there's some, like, really great, like, awesome, unique-sounding acts that come out of Sydney that... It, it makes me be like, well, well. I guess you could say the same about Melbourne, but um, I don't know. It made me seem, at least from like an outsider, from someone who doesn't live there, um, that your scene was more accepting, maybe, or like more like just, I guess, in tune with like new sounding things. Um, I'm not too sure, but yeah, that's really interesting you said that.
3: I think it also could be a, a, just a case of the grass is greener sometimes. Up. Like, you know, it, it may be on the surface. It's it is all those things, and and same with Melbourne, but I. I think I think both are kind of churning out artists that are great, and especially you guys where I think it's, at least for me probably the most exciting group to come out of Melbourne for for a long time. So yeah, mm-hmm. wow, thank you. No, thank that's, you so cool. much. Um, thank you.
5: that's awesome.
3: X Amount Records, your label, which I believe you, Mr. Society, are the director of, um, operates both as a label and a collective. For artists on the fringes, what was the um what was the genesis for its conception? How how do you
5: see it kind of growing on into the future? Um yeah, so it was actually that's awesome too. By the way, thank you for doing like your research. That's like really cool. Um, it's <laughs> like we yeah that's I I always just find that like really I don't know I think it's awesome. Um, but yeah, um, X amount actually um. So that actually started when I pretty much met TV um, when we were at uni. It was kind of birthed out of like a, um, I guess, a school project. Um, I think it was like a school project where we had to do like a mock, like music business. And I like chose to do a record label. And I was like, oh, this is like really interesting. So I just kind of started like TV was kind of like my like guinea pig for the whole project. Um, Like when it first started, like I was like, oh, do you want to like release some stuff? And like, just while I like found my feet and he like supplied me with some like awesome music. Um, and still does like to this day, but he's obviously <laughs> he's not my guinea pig anymore. Um but yeah, um it's Guinea me- Man. Is Guinea yeah. Man. Um <laughs> so that's kind of how it started. I kind of like ran it kind of in the background with amongst other projects and other things. Um and then we actually got I I got a team involved. Um everyone in like you know people in Ireland kind of network became more involved in it uh, more people kind of wanted to start releasing music on it and now um we, we have a um we have a little like we have a team now and it's like um it's going really well we've, we've still like we've got some really exciting stuff coming up um it's been tricky over COVID, like for everybody but um yeah uh, yeah it's cool
3: that's cool that's great
1: yeah I'm so you for it <laughs>
3: Maybe I'll cry,
2: maybe I'll cry, maybe I'll cry Maybe I'll cry, maybe I'll cry. Maybe I'll cry, maybe I'll cry, maybe I'll cry. Maybe I'll cry, maybe
1: I'll cry. Maybe I'll cry. Um, coming to the music for a moment. Tell us about uh, the track "Monster Heaven. How do you get it, despite its title, lifted from a species of a plant, make it sound, instead of being so, like, whimsical and naturesque and, like, you know, birds chirping, to be quite the opposite, like, abrasive, industrial, glass-shattering sounds?
5: It, it's interesting to Sorry, I'll jump in again. Um... But it's interesting because, like, when I came up with that, I, I think I, I, like, hypothesized that name a while ago, but I thought of it more of, like, uh, like, a, a I guess a a nod to Melbourne because I think, like, because in Melbourne, I think there's, like, a lot of people who just live in, like, inner north and inner city share houses who just have, like, dead Monstera plants that they haven't taken care of. Um so, every
4: house.
5: Yeah, so the name Monstera Heaven was more supposed to be, like, a like a, an ode to all the dead Monstera plants rather than like a, a, a literal heaven <laughs> filled with plants. Um, but I think it's really interesting. A lot of people have like thought that it meant that. But yeah.
1: For us personally on the record, some of our other favourite tracks are also God's Pharmacy and I Live Here, which um, we really enjoy and feel like real moments on the record. Could you lift the veil on the process for those two tracks? How did they... How different did they originally sound at first compared to now? Or is there a particular memory that comes to mind when you think about writing those songs again?
5: I live here was, I think, I think a lot of the beats on the record are not a lot, but a couple of them we made back, I think that like they were supposed to be on our last album, like I'm going to die. Like that they kind of started around that era. And I think I live here was one of the beats that like I started making, like, yeah, probably in like 2017.
4: Yeah, that was one of the first ones.
0: It all sounds so different. Like honestly, they all sound like boom bat and then two years and now this. <laughs> yeah. And to, be, to be honest though, sometimes like when I say Miss Society's beats are hard to rap to, sometimes I literally have to write and record to boom bat beats. <sighs> and then Miss Society puts it on a on a track. That's how. That's how easy this
5: shit is.
3: That's how records get made.
5: <laughs> pretty pretty much. Like we we do the more kind of blender approach rather than like a methodical, like um like here is I've finished an entire instrumental. Now you are going to rap over this three minute instrumental. It's more of yeah. like a I have an idea, I'm gonna loop it for a while, like real name will rap to it, then I'll take that like verse and I'll like just mess with it and then mess with like the instrumental um yeah but with i live with i live here and god's pharmacy i can't even remember when or why i started making god's pharmacy i think um it was like a fork of another beat like i was making this other beat at a time and then i was like no i don't like this but there was this one part of that beat that i really liked so i just took that and like turned it into god's pharmacy yeah. and then the whole blender process happened and then yeah it, it is what it is now <laughs>
3: Um and can you tell us about that wild sorry big Les Show esque film clip? Um <laughs> and how does your <laughs> aesthetic and sound extend extend to your visual identity if if it does at all?
4: It's oneness.
3: That that
0: odd Anibal, is that is that how you say it? Yeah. I found that guy on Instagram, just like 200 followers just making little animated gifs. And where where's he from? Frickin, Chili. yeah chilly and just the fact that he was so hard to find made him perfect um and his animation is just so uncomfortable it was yeah it was just work we just like and he was like oh i didn't know what really to make for you guys and then i looked at your instagram and then it was really easy to make a video clip for you guys <laughs>
4: shout out to instagram
5: yeah shout out shout out to instagram
4: instagram
2: really hooking us up with you know followers Mm -hmm. likes Convey. i squeeze the shape to the sewage, smooth on trains, trays for crayons provided for use Felt like this echoed, I'm in seance hey. Condescent what, illusion or not, posted a stop can my blood round the cops Smoked to I cope blood, defeated by cup from a rug I've let out slow, I don't know when to stop Nevertheless, I should go. clinging to hope I'm feeling shocked, afraid in the most trolling across dangerous blood, there were no poles on this blood But the sun blows me like toes, sporting my toes in a row I've not know shake in the
1: Coming a bit closer to, not closer, getting to the close here, if there was one thing you wanted people listening, whether it's right now in this interview or people who come across your music, if you wanted them to take one thing away from Melbourne 2 or from 2Birds as a whole as your MO, what would you want that to be?
5: Live, laugh, love.
0: <laughs> That's great.
5: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. I would say that there is no point listening to any other music. I'd say two birds are the ham and cheese croissant of songs and nothing else needed to be created after that recipe. Mm-hmm.
4: I want to say life's not that deep, but it is.
3: Shit. Damn. I feel like that's, we're in church. That's crazy. <laughs> um. <laughs> No. Um, I guess to kind of end it all off, what's what's, what's coming, coming up? up for you guys? What are you what are you currently doing aside from being in lockdown? What it, what is the the plan for Two Birds going forward?
1: Dishing out sermons.
5: I think we've got we've got stuff going on. It's 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 hard at the moment, but um, we are very busy boys. Yeah, we're all we're all very busy boys, and um, we've got some uh, you know, geographic um, you know, we've got some geographic challenges at the moment that we're working through. Um, but once, you know, once we're, once we're able to, to, you know, unite again, you know, there's going to be, a, there's gonna, the Hoover Dam's going to um, be released of Two Birds songs. Yeah, I don't think
4: true. you want us to come together again. People to aren't ready for it. <laughs> no.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, as individuals, there's a lot of solo things that are constantly growing as well. So that's a lot we're just a, yeah. we're just a storm I mean,
5: a storm it's it's hard when you've got like a million different projects and two, two birds is you know super important to all of us but we've got you know real Name and tv have got stuff i've got stuff as well so it's like yeah it's just about finding that balance that time that precious t word
0: but our
3: next album hands down will change the game Ooh, we're waiting, um, and also we're waiting for we're waiting for that, that Sydney show. I can't it yeah. can't come quick enough. Oh, huh? we're it's so excited good.
5: for sure. Once um, once once we're able,
0: we're working on a cure. Mm. Yeah, we're close. We're
4: almost. Uh...
1: Well, I feel like I've oh. seen the light. Guys, that's a guys. Thank you so much for joining us and for giving us your time. It's really been. A blast for both of us, and we really appreciate you giving us the chance to rack your brains about everything. So, thanks so
2: much! Thank you guys,
5: thank you. yeah, thank you guys so much for having us. Yeah, you guys are
0: super sweet. I hope we do this again, even if it's not for. So. <music>